This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. So let's talk about the Packers offense then, right? Unless unless you have any other thoughts on the, the Bills offense, because I think at this point it's just... No, I mean, there's I could no talk holes. about the Bills offense for... there. There's endless things to say about them. Um, the Packers are just going to... This defense is just going to have to play, like, their best ball. Just And not just more. for a quarter. Like, yeah, for the whole game. And I think being aggressive... Sure, you may give up. You may give up an explosive play, right? Against this Bills offense, that's not... A death knell, right? Every every defense has given up an explosive play against this Bills offense. But I think in order to clamp down and try to limit the amount of points that they score, you have to play more aggressive against them. And and here's the thing: like every NFL team, we talked about it on all of our recap shows, especially in the losses. Every team's gonna punch you in the mouth. But if there's one week you're coming into a game knowing that the opposing team is just going to throw haymakers at you. Like this is the game where we talked, we talked about it at the top of the show. Like they don't have to necessarily come out and win this game, but you can't put up the kind of performance that the Steelers did where it's 38 to three. Like you have got to score some points. You've got to get your offense in rhythm. You have to respond. You can't just get punched in the mouth and fold because it's going to be a long, long game if that's what happens. So I think, you know, at this point it's just, I want to see I want to see some continuity from the offense. So let's let's maybe start there because I think the defense the defense could struggle, but they also have played the most, I guess, complete performance so far on the season. They've showed the most promise and the most progress. So what can this Packers offense do then on Sunday? Not necessarily to win, but just to to put up a fight and and show that they're progressing. Stay on the field as long as humanly possible. The way to beat this Bills team is simply to keep Josh Allen off the field. Don't let him touch the ball. It's like overtime. Just don't let him touch the ball. (laughs) Do not give him the ball, right? Long drives. Move the chains. It's the the way that this Packers offense operates when it's operating well is the key to winning this game. Yes. Right? Like, and this is not... I mean, this isn't rocket science here. I want them to play like this all the time. But I think especially against the Bills, who can put up points in two seconds on you, like literally in two seconds on you, I'm not being hyperbolic, you want to keep the ball away from Josh Allen. So you want long, sustained, rhythmic drives. You want to be able to run the ball. You want to own time of possession. You want to run down that clock. You do not want to give Josh Allen ball back. 
and you want to keep your defense as fresh and rested as humanly possible. So do what you do best. Dink and dunk, slash them, run Aaron Jones, run A.J. Dillon. If it's third and three, just get three yards. Move the chains, right? You want Aaron Rodgers to you want Aaron Rodgers to be the game manager in this game. No funny business, no running around, no shot plays. Like you cannot make mistakes in this game. He Aaron Rodgers talked about it all week. I think he's mentioned it like 15 times. This team has no margin for error. It had no margin for error against poor teams. It especially doesn't here. Right. You cannot turn the ball over. You have to have ball security. You have everyone's got to be making as few mental errors as humanly possible. And this O-line has to protect Aaron Rodgers and keep him upright. Yeah. And I mean, I, I understand the concern because I also have these concerns, right, that we're seeing, you know, the Packers lost to the commanders who, by all accounts, are not a very good football team. And, you know, if you put up this kind of performance against the commanders, how does that translate to a team that is a heavy Super Bowl favorite? And I think the answer is just the Packers cannot repeat the performance that they had. And I don't like making excuses for losses, and I'm not trying to do that here, but I think that maybe in a weird way, the commander's game gave them teaching tape on like everything that went wrong because you don't expect them to do this again. You don't expect this Packers team to go 0-6 on third down. You don't expect them to lose the time of possession battle by like 15 full minutes. So there's a lot of things that, you know, it's like Matt LaFleur says, obviously you want to win and then have things to coach up when you're winning. But when you lose, so much of that is so much more glaring that the mistakes need to be corrected. And, you know, obviously the hill gets harder to climb when you're talking about making these mistakes against a, what was a two and four team instead of a five and one team. But the, the how you approach it, I think, stays the same, like how you respond to it. And the answer is just the Packers cannot have the kind of performance that they had last Sunday this Sunday. You can't do it twice. No, no. That's what I mean. Like, if they come out and they're at least competitive, then I feel better about them being able to turn their season around. If this is another performance, just a beat down like we've seen the last few weeks, then that to me is just what this team is, unfortunately. Um, I think for me, this offense, again, like, I don't know what David Bakhtiari's status is, and I think he's a huge key to this game because the offensive line is going to have a huge test yet again. They played well against the commanders. I'll give them that. But this Bills front is also incredibly ferocious. I've been watching them all season, and they will wreck you. You've got depth on depth up there, right? Because (laughs) they're starters, Gregory Rousseau, Ed Oliver, Von Miller. Then behind them, they even have Jordan Phillips and AJ Epinesa. Like, they have a really stout front. So – you have to not only keep Aaron Rodgers upright, but do your best to open up some running lanes for Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, because I'm not going to repeat myself again, but they have to get more than 12 touches in this game, but they also need to be able to get some yardage off of those touches. Yeah. And it, it the problem is, you know, this is a defense. It doesn't get any easier. They're first in the league in points against they're giving up like 13 points a game, this defense. And then there's, there's talent at every level. You just talked about the front. Then you've got, you know, it's really unfortunate that Micah Hyde's not going to be out there on Sunday with the season under, but Jordan Poyer has more than filled in. He's already got four picks on the season. Their rookie Kyrie Elam has two interceptions, I think six or seven different guys, including some linebackers and a defensive end have a pick. They have a ton of passes defense. Like they will yeah. get after you everywhere. And we say every week, you know, this, this 
wide receiver core can't play mis- like they can't play with mistakes. This secondary is exactly why you can't. And the challenge gets even worse this week. You've got Randall Cobb on IR. And that's, I think, one of the reasons that we can't necessarily make all the comparisons to the Cardinals game from last year, because there was still Randall Cobb. There was still kind of like that trust factor that Rodgers had. Right now, he you know, might be without Alan Lazard. We don't know what his status is going to be for Sunday. Cobb's on IR. Sammy Watkins, I think, has 11 targets. And then you've got Dobbs. Maybe Watson plays through the hamstring. We don't know. But then you're looking at like Amari Rogers and Juwan Winfrey. And Samori Ture. Yeah. So thinking about, you know, playing mistake-free football with rookies. And I think that, you know, kind of was one of the questions with Rogers' comments. Like, if you're not playing well, you know, you should lose your spot for a little bit. But who do you replace these guys with? Like, we're running out of depth in the wide receiver room. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Well, yeah, I was thinking about this, too, because as much as the wide receiver room is gashed, like maybe this is just a game where Matt LaFleur pulls out Pony or he's always had always has two or three tight ends on the field. Right. Like there I think there has to be a way for him to at least pull out some packages that are going to be a different from what the Packers have been pulling out so far this season so that what the Bills have been studying on tape isn't what the Packers are doing on the field, and B, just like leveraging who's available right now. So let's have some Josiah DeGuara out there more, right? Let's give him some opportunities. This doesn't necessarily have to be a wide receiver-led game. You know, you have Robert Tunyon. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Mercedes Lewis can run a route or two. Like they're, <laughs> they, they have guys besides the wide receivers now obviously that's not ideal you don't want to have to go into a football game and say we're going to beat the Super Bowl bound bills with our tight ends and our running backs but if that's who's available and that's who's been producing for Aaron Rodgers then get those guys the ball and see how this bills defense responds to that first if this is a game where Aaron Rodgers has Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones has less than 20 touches, however he gets them, whether it's, you know, handoffs or in the receiving game, something is wrong. Like you need to give your playmakers plays. And, you know, we talked a little bit kind of post game um, from the commanders about AJ Dillon. And I know he's not having the season that he maybe expected himself to have, but we just can't give up on these guys. Like this is a, a really stout front. You just talked about who cares if AJ Dillon gets two yards on first down, you still have to commit to the process because yeah. first and eight is a hell of a lot better than first and 15 because of a holding penalty or like, you know, first and 20 or, you know, first and 10 or second and 10, because you just, you know, threw a shot play that was never going to happen. So just chunking yardage, I think is something that they have to commit to and, and not shying away. Like there's a very good chance that the Packers defer or the bills, you know, take the ball and the game immediately starts seven, nothing. Yep. And the Packers have to be able to just sustain drives and stay in it and not, you know, try to play hero ball and go score for score because we've seen this season. They just simply cannot do that. They don't have the firepower to go score for score on offense right now. Oh boy. (laughs) That's how I feel about this game. Oh boy. Um, yeah, it's just, for me, it's going to be mistake-free football. It has to be. And 
I was glad to hear that after this commander's loss that, that some guys in the locker room stood up and said something. I'm not at all surprised that Mercedes Lewis was one of them, but I really want this team to go into this game, like believing at least believing in themselves yes. that they can win, right? You have to go in and just say, we are the green Bay Packers. We know what we can be and let's just go bring it to them. Now, am I expecting a three and five record on the plane ride home Sunday night? Yes, I am. I don't think that that's a crazy thing to say based on everything that we've seen, but they have the ability to at least go in and try to put up some points against this team. I don't know. This is really tough. And we've got the Bucks tonight on Thursday night football going up against the Ravens. The Bucks could also be three and five. You know, we've talked about this, like if, if there's one year for your team to kind of sputter and not necessarily have things figured out so far this season, this kind of seems like the year in the NFC. It's wide the heck open. There's a lot of teams that are still in playoff contention. The commanders are still in playoff contention and they're, you know, who everybody counted them out to start the season, talked about them having one of the first possible draft picks. So, I mean, yes, the Packers can still get in it, but even if they don't win on Sunday, we've talked about it all show. You just have to start turning the car around <laughs> because like right now you're, you're kind of at a fork and you can either fork towards the playoffs or you can fork away from them. And right now they're forking away from the playoffs and we just need to see them like turn the car around and try and get back, get back on the right road. Do a K turn. <laughs> um, so if there was like one thing that you feel like this offense needs to do against the Bills defense, what or a player, I should say, that you'd love to see step up, what would it be? I want to see a big game from Tunyon. I was going to say that. I just, I mean, I think it, it's, okay, you, you can take Tunyon. I'll say Dobbs then. Okay. I, I just uh, want to see some confidence from the young guys because I know that they, you know, Dobbs looked really good the first couple games of the season, led the team in targets, led the team in receptions at one point. And then it just, it kind of sputtered. And I think he started to get in his head. And we both talked about how he had a really good post-game presser and said like their confidence is a rattled. They can respond from this. So I think some of the young guys need to rise to the occasion and Rogers didn't call them out specifically, but you know, you can kind of read the tea leaves there and see like who he might be talking about as guys that need to get out of their own way. And I think once some of these young guys do that, the trust will be there more with Rogers. It's just, it's a, it's a learning curve. And I think for some of these young guys going into Sunday night football in Buffalo and having like a pretty good showing would do a lot for their confidence the rest of the season. So the quote that I am going back to, to to answer you here is Aaron Rodgers has said, when the lights come on, you realize who's got it and who kind of wilts, mm-hmm. right? And this is going to be one of those games, I think, if you get a Romeo Dobbs and it doesn't have to even be this like explosive 100 yard two touchdown game. Not a Stephon Diggs game. <laughs> no, but if you get a game, a wide receiver one looking game from Romeo Dobbs in this, like you're feeling, I feel like, I think that he has that capability, right? Mm -hmm. So I just want to see the Romeo Dobbs from week two or week three in this game. And I agree with you. I think he has confidence in himself, the way that he speaks about getting there and the trajectory and trying to click within this offense. He, I know he has the confidence in himself. So when those lights come on on Sunday, like let's see how he can shine. I say Robert Tunyon because, again, we just said wide receivers are pretty banged up. Tunyon is, if especially if Lazard doesn't go, Tunyon is the security blanket. 
he yeah. just is, right? So we've seen the kind of player that Robert Tunyon can be for Aaron Rodgers. Granted, it's been a slow process back from the ACL, and I do not fault him for that at all. But if he takes that next step, you know, he just had a game with 10 catches. He set a record for the Green Bay Packers, and we're not even talking about it. He has all the capabilities to be that guy. And what the Packers are doing well this season is where I think Robert Tunyon can step in and make big plays for them, which is attacking the middle of the field. My dad has been screaming for this every game, so I'm going to give him credit for this. But, like, let's see some Tunyon seam routes, right? He, That guy can be a weapon for them in the middle of the field. He's not going to be a boundary receiver, and I'm glad because those plays aren't working. So let's get him the ball and get some big explosive plays there. I like it. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 